If you're passionate about your ride, you're in the right place. Todd Bianco is talking cars, trucks, crossovers, electric and hybrid vehicles, and amazing auction and used car finds. This is all revved up from iHub Radio. Here's Todd. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm here with John McBone on this hour. Hi, John. Hello, Todd. And we're talking our bring a trailer picks, aren't we? Yep. We've got a lot of interesting uh, things this week. Yes. Um, But let's start with what we had last week. Now, you had picked, your first pick was a 1986 Mercedes-Benz 560 SL. And it was a beauty. It has 20, it had 20,000 original miles. And it was a bidding war for a long time, maybe 20 minutes at the last minute, people back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. This sold for a whopping $67,500. Wow. Which is more, way more than the original sticker price and very high for an SL because this one had great color. It was in just almost showroom condition. Uh, it just had everything going for it, uh, and it sold for a huge premium. Yeah, yeah. sixty-seven thousand five hundred. I, I watched guess. it last night. I watched it a couple of night, nights ago when it was on, uh, uh, when it was fishing, finishing up. It was last, no, it was yesterday. I remember watching it. I was uh, sitting with a friend at a restaurant, and he was eating lunch, and I was watching this auction, and it just kept going on and on and on. Uh, okay, um, let's see. Your next pick was a 1971 Dodge Charger, another kind of cool car. I liked that quite a bit, and that sold for $44,000. Wow. Yeah, pretty good, huh? Yep. Uh, then the uh, you had a, a 2005 Jaguar X-Type. That was a little station wagon. Yep, I remember that. Bargain, 18500 Wow. Yeah, that's a good deal for that car. It's expensive, but it was in such nice condition and so well kept and, you know, top of the line, you know, V6 engine, everything else that it uh, it sold for a little bit of a premium, but it didn't get the love that it probably deserved. But 18500 it sold. <clears throat> That's a good deal. It is. Now, there was that beautiful 1958 Abarth 750 Zagato. Remember that one with the wonderful red leather interior? And it had all these accolades from, you know, like things like, uh, you know, the quail and, you know, right. uh, Pebble Beach, blah, blah, blah. So it was, you know, it, it, you know, it had all sorts of things going for it. Well, 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 it was bid to $135,000 cool. and reserve not net. Wow. So 135 was not enough to not take enough. it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so yeah, there you go. And then you had a uh, th- this was the this was an interesting one, and you'll be surprised at this one. 2011, remember Local Motors Rally Fighter, and it would look it looked like something from Mad Max. Seriously, right, it, it was, right. yeah, uh, kind of a really cool car that you. It's really you're never going to see another one of these. Well, it sold for fifty five thousand and one dollar. Wow. Yeah, fifty-five is pretty good for this car. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it it truly is a one of a kind. Yeah. So somebody got themselves probably a pretty good deal. I think somebody's going to have a lot of fun with it. I mean, it, you know, it, it, for you know, you're going to get wherever you go, people are going to stop you and ask you about the car. There's no question about it. You're going to intimidate drivers wherever you yeah. go. 
And with the big V8 on that car and it's being so light, it will be really fast as well. So, yeah. Um, let's see. That w- Well, you need that in order to go across the Australian outback, you know. <laughs> well, that that's true. I mean, there's there's a you know, there's there's always a you know a, a market for those kinds of things. I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, it's, it's, cars like that, people could have been bought by somebody who leases them out to movie companies as well, you know, for something unique. So you you never know where that kind of thing is going to go. Yeah. Now, let's see. I had a nineteen. I mean, a two thousand eleven BMW one M, and. Uh, yeah, I, I had it not because I was in love with the car, but because there's so few of them that were out there. Um, and it's considered like the essence of BMW. These things, you know, it has hydraulic steering, not electric power steering. Uh, it has the classic BMW inline six cylinder engine, all these kinds of things. It sold for 68500 more, way more than its sticker price. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then, uh, I had a 2019 Chevrolet, uh, Copa, which is a central office, uh, production order, uh, basically sort of a street legal racing car. Uh, that sold for $101,427. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it had a lot of last minute bids. And of course, for you know the four twenty seven and the purchase price was the size of the engine. Oh, of course, Pe- people do st- you know stuff like that all the time yeah. on Burner Trailer. We've but, seen a lot of those. Yeah, but one hundred and one thousand is a lot of money for that car. I mean, it was probably double its original cost. So just because it's so rare to get a you know a central office production order car. Okay, then I had a 1986 Volkswagen Vanagon Synchro Westphalia. So this was a. Uh, a pop-top camper, all-wheel drive, which is the Synchro, and Westphalia, which is the company that does the, the German company that does the build-out of the inside camper stuff with, you know, the stove and refrigerator and things. Right. And it had it had over 200,000 miles on it, but it still sold for $37,000. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 37,000. I mean, like I said, it was, it was not gently used, but I think it had a, it had a replacement 1.8 liter, uh, turbo Volkswagen engine in it. So, you know, it had a lot of things that were replaced in it. And I think that, you know, really helped push the price. Uh, then what did I have? I had, uh, the, uh, oh, the Kaiser. That's right. Uh, the 1954 Kaiser Daring. Now you remember this was the one that was in mint green. Everything was mint. Oh yeah. Yes, they it called was. it some other kind of green, but mint was really the best description. Yeah, definitely. Well, it was bid to one hundred and three thousand dollars and did not sell. Really? Yeah, one hundred and three thousand. Yeah. You know what I wish that Bring a Trailer would do? I wish it would reveal the the reserve, reserve price once yeah. the auction is over with, so people have an idea as to right. what the minimum was that the that the owner was look, uh, looking for. Yeah, I wish they do that too. Now, I, I know what happens after these sales, and I've told you this, that, that the seller will contact the high bidder and say, look, you know, my reserve was 110000 Right. Uh, you know, will you give me 105 And the answer was usually yes, and then they make a deal. But uh, those kinds of things do not happen in public. No. Yeah. But um, if, if the site made that a condition... It would be 
uh, I think it would it would be a uh, much more interesting thing because then you could see and kind of have a ballpark as to what some people are thinking that a vehicle is worth. I agree. I mean, if you just sit there for a week or two weeks while something is in auction, in play, and it never gets anywhere near those numbers, you have no idea. Something could be right on the brink of the number, or it could be a hundred yeah. grand off. Miles away. Yeah, you don't know. I, I would be interested in knowing. Yeah. But I've never seen an auction where it was revealed. Maybe if some if they gave <laughs> the people selling the vehicles an option to let that come up in that situation. Maybe some would do that. I don't know. It's possible. I know that the sellers will in the comment section, the sellers will often say the bit, you know, that, that the, uh, the reserve has been met at some point during the auction. Yeah. So that, you know, that, okay, now whoever, it, it makes it more exciting because, you know, whoever has the high bid wins then, you know, that it's, you know, been done, right. but, uh, they, they do not do that. Unfortunately. Well, Oh, well, that's their shortcoming. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Now, this one you're going to really love. The 1976 Toyota Celica, uh, the one that was in red that was in, you know, had like 40,000 miles on it. But yep. it, it was a really good condition. It sold for $62,000. Oh, my God. Brand new. It probably was a third of that. A third? Probably less than, you know, like 10,000. This is 19, you know, this is 1976. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, my 76 Honda was like 3,500. This couldn't have been much more than 5,000 or 6,000. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 62,000 and there was a bidding war. I wonder if there's a place I can look online and I want to actually compare something here. Go ahead on to the next thing. I'm going to check okay. on something. The the last the last car was uh, I just ha it was for fun. I liked uh, this is a 1992 Ford F250 uh, single cab four by four uh, and it was diesel. So it was it had very low mileage on it, but it was in Canada, and I and it sold for only twenty one thousand dollars, which was, was good, which probably wasn't much, you know, it was probably what it cost new. Uh, but uh, I was wondering if that was because there was a Canadian discount. But I was surprised that it sold for such a low number considering it was in essentially pristine condition. It looked like nobody had ever used the bed. Uh, the inside of the truck had the, you know, comfy seats that were, you know, uh, cloth seats that, look, you know, were nice and looked comfortable to sit in. I mean, this had a lot of things going for it, but it did not, uh, it did not command a huge price. Um, I think because it, it's perfect for like towing a camper or something like that with the big diesel engine and, you know, the tow hitch and, you know, bed and everything else. So, um, I'm just surprised it went for a low number. By the way, so I put the number 5,000, uh, in 1976 to find out what that's worth today. All right. And that's worth $23,111 and 95 cents. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine, so... To get to that sixty thousand, we're probably talking about you know fourteen thousand uh, dollars in you know to get a similar valuation uh, right. at the level that that thing went for today. So somebody somebody got a very premium uh, price for that for that car. They did indeed. They are rare that they come that they look that you know yeah. 
it, 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 you know, it hadn't been beat up. It hadn't been, you know, the, the inside of the, you know, the dash wasn't cracked. Everything looked like it was in, you know, excellent condition and it had air conditioning and a five speed manual. The five speed always sells for more than the automatic. Uh, but since it was a California car, even though it was in um, um, Massachusetts, it uh, had air conditioning. Um, all right. Uh, I think we have a little bit of time to start the, uh, the, our picks for this week. Sure. Uh, let's start with your 1971 Dodge Charger 440 SE four-speed. Another red car, John. What is it about red? It's, it's not. It's about the car. <laughs> Honestly, I'd probably have painted it. You like the hidden headlights, don't you? I do. I also <laughs> like I, cool. on on cars like that on on really uh, sporty looking vehicles. I also like the um, you know the the long uh, engine compartment. You know, but yeah, the other hood, the, the hood, hood is, is dramatic yeah. on this car. It always is. So, um, well, we'll talk a little bit more about it. And, you know where where it's from and, and what uh, what it's going for right now. But this is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to us discuss uh, bring a trailer picks on all revved up on iHub Radio. We'll be right back. Todd Bianco, talking cars and trucks on iHub Radio's All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen, and we're talking Bring a Trailer. Um, and uh, we're talking picks, and we started with John's picks, and it was a 1971 Dodge Charger 440 SE 4-speed. And let me read. First of all, John, it was repainted in red. The original color, according to the to the the fender tag, was that it was light gunmetal metallic. Oh, you're killing me! No, that's what it says. <laughs> why didn't they leave it alone? I don't know. They someone had to paint it red. I don't know why. And it had a white vinyl top too, which I think would be cool. Wow! They took that off, and they had uh, and they repainted the whole thing red. So there you go. Uh, let me just read what it says here because it's nice. To, the only it thing the, it's really missing then would be like if it had one of those swoopy stripes of white down the side, it would look like the, uh, what, what was it, a Grand Torino or something like that that they used in uh, one of those TV yeah. shows, The Dukes of Hazard or No. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah Dukes of Hazard had, had, had these things. It wasn't a Torino. They actually used a Dodge. Yeah, there was one one of those shows, a cop sh- Starsky and Hutch. That's what I was thinking. Oh, that's a different one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I don't remember what they had. I think it was a Torino. Mm. Uh, it says this '71 Dodge Charger. Uh, let's see, was built 
Let me just, yeah, was was built on January fifth, nineteen seventy one, and reportedly remained with its original owner in California and Montana until his passing in two thousand nineteen. The car has been repainted in red and features a black vinyl and uh, cloth interior uh, with a front uh, front bench seat, a hearse pistol grip shifter, push button AM radio, power is supplied by a four hundred and forty cubic inch V eight paired with a four speed manual transmission. Additional equipment includes concealed headlamps and aftermarket polished wheels uh and it's being offered by the executor of the estate so it has a clean montana title thank god it's in montana um right now it closes in a, about uh one day and it's at 25.5 hmm okay uh, the next one I thought was interesting, too. I don't know why I didn't see this, but it is a 1969 Volkswagen Karmann electric conversion. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of cool. Just last year or year before, they uh, did the conversion on it. And I'm not a huge Karmann uh fan, but I thought, here's a classic car that's been modernized like that. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's cool, and um, it only has a range of maybe 65 miles, I think it said here, and it was uh, refurbished under previous ownership and was acquired in 2019 by the seller, who converted it into an electric vehicle in July 2019. Car is finished in blue over charcoal cloth. Power comes from, uh, they give you the engine, I mean the the motor, people aren't going to know what that is. Um, And uh, it's in Alexandria, Virginia. And uh, has 62,000 miles on the dial, but we don't know how many of the original is. It's kind of fun. I, I would kind of like to drive it just to see what, you know, how much, you know, how much weight, you know, is taken on by the battery. Right. But uh, let's see. It's uh, only at $7,100 right now. Um, let's go on to your 1955 Ford Thunderbird. Now, this is turquoise, of course, and is in lovely, lovely condition. Yeah, I'm again, I'm not a huge fan of that era of Thunderbirds and I wasn't really a fan of Ford for trying to go back to it what in the uh oh, yeah. early 2000s late yeah, 1900s. Yeah, the early 2000s or something um, like that 2005. And, and but I do living here now I think has made me appreciate more the classic car look just because of the whole lifestyle, the whole mid-century modern uh, approach yeah. to homes and whatnot here. So I could definitely see this, and it was in excellent condition. I can definitely see this as somebody using it as their cruiser, you know, up and down, you know, Palm Canyon. Right, and it's finished in turquoise over a uh, uh, turquoise and white interior, uh, and it was acquired by the seller's late uncle in 2001. But it has a three-speed cruise-o-matic Ford automatic. It has power windows, and it has the uh, the Continental kit, which is the tire in the back. Lovely, lovely cards in uh, Medina, Ohio. And right now it's going for 28000 and it closes in uh, about one day. It's not going to last long there, though. Yes. I mean, now you can't you ha- be in the Great Lakes state. States no, and have no. a car like this. It's going to be in a garage. Where it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dry. Um, then you have a Lamborghini Tractor, 1960 uh, Lamborghini 340T CTL Tractor. Now, you know, that's how Lamborghini started. They were a tractor company before they were a car company. See, I didn't know that. And I just thought, because I've seen a, a few Lamborghinis in my day, and yes. they're pretty incredible sports cars. They are. Um so to see this big blue and orange 
uh, tractor trailer or tractor, uh, not tractor trailer, but like farm tractor. This is real farm equipment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, you know, this is the it, real deal. It reminds me of my grandfather's original uh, John Deere because it's it's got, you know, it looks like a tank the way that it's got the, <laughs> it you know, the traction on it as well as the wheels. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. Uh, right now, its uh, current bid is $10,000. It closes in two days, and uh, I think it's very cool. I don't know who's going to need it or want it, but somebody's going to buy it. They're I want to just set it out in my front yard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're listening to Todd Bianco with John McMullen. This is all revved up on iHub Radio, and we'll be right back. Detroit and beyond. Todd's talking about trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, and even the occasional dune buggy. It's all revved up on iHub Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. Uh, before the break, we were talking about that 1960 Lamborghini tractor that you were lusting over. Right. <laughs> it does not have a snowplow in front. You are right. It does not have a plow. It doesn't have a bucket, you know, to scoop anything with. Right. And it apparently doesn't come with anything, although I see the um, controller, you know, or the the device by which you would connect in uh, something that mm-hmm. would be following it to run like a tiller or something like that. but Yeah, something that drags along. But basically all it is is it's just a, a big convertible, not even convertible <laughs> because there isn't even a top on it, uh, but an open-air tank. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, well, let's see how it goes. And, and, and you know, if, if a tank is not your thing, but you feel like a mobster... <laughs> My yeah. my last selection is classic. It is a mobster car. Yep. 1939 Cadillac Series 75 Town Car by Brun, which I guess is the coach builder. Uh, yeah. This 1939 Cadillac 75 is the first of two matching town cars custom built by Brun and company of Buffalo, New York, on special order for Philadelphia art collector and horse racing magnate Joseph E. Widener, 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 Widener. Okay. The car remained with Mr. Widener and his Linwood Hall residence in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania until his passing in 1943. From being (laughs) shot by a Gatling gun. (laughs) Yeah. Its current owner was 16 years old when he acquired it in 1966. 
has since overseen a restoration spanning more than 50 years. Holy crap. Aluminum bodywork is uh, finished in black and burgundy powers from a 340 cubic inch monoblock V8 uh, paired with a column shifted three-speed manual transmission. So it has three on the tree. Additional features include retractable canopy over the chauffeur's seat. I love as that well thing. As a partition ahead of the passenger compartment, which contains fold-out jump seats, dual vanities, radio controls, a separate speedometer, uh, and a St. Christopher medallion from Hermes of Paris. That has to be worth something, right? Uh, this broom-bodied uh, Series 75 is offered on dealer consignment with a copy of its Cadillac build sheet, construction and restoration photographs, uh, correspondence from Herman C. Broom, uh, a set of uh, glass taillights, uh, removed interior trim, four-period chauffeur's uniform. So, God, it comes with the uniforms <laughs> and a clean Pennsylvania title. The back seat of this thing looks like it could be in a brand-new Rolls Phantom. It does. It's, it's, it's like beautiful. A, it's like an entire, yeah, like a fa- the inside of a Phantom, yeah. Yeah, it's like a sofa in there. It is. It's like a gigantic sofa. Well, this guy had to be somebody rich. I mean, they have pictures of it at the estate. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of cool. Well, right now it's at $63,000 with uh, three days left to go. I'm guessing um, this is going to be reserved for well over 100 I would think so. Yeah. Now, my first car I picked, I guess I picked, I didn't realize it had already closed, but it was a modified 84 Toyota Corolla SR5 six-speed. And somebody had modified this for racing, essentially. Uh, and I don't think it got a lot of love on It didn't trailer. get sold. Yeah, it, well, you know, it, it just, it, no, it didn't it sell. It was it, bid to 18000 Yeah. But didn't sell. That's Reserve not met. Yeah. Whatever that was, I don't know what they were hoping to get, but <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it's. I thought it was cool. I mean, you know, just for you know, fun little you know, bang around town. But I mean, it it, uh, it did not get the the love. It, I guess its owner decided it deserved. So no no go for that one. Now, yeah. the second car I picked. Well, this one, it, it, you know, if you read the comments. On bring a trailer it has 249 comments let me say what this is this is a no reserve v8 powered custom go-kart with a trailer now let me draw a picture for our audience that yes. has not had a chance to see this yet um <laughs> this is what i would imagine if you made a go-kart out of one of those uh, tractors that they use to move an airplane or take the luggage out to the airplane. Mm-hmm. You take the shell off the thing, you see the engine behind you, the actual steering column is straight up, so the wheel actually is flat rather than tilted in front of you. That's right. It's pretty interesting looking. Yes, it comes with a beer can holder too and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a custom go-kart said to have been fabricated by a retired engineer in Los Angeles and was acquired by the seller in 2020. The cart features a tubular steel frame finished in red with vinyl bucket seats, I guess. 
<laughs> power comes from a GM Source 305 cubic inch V8 paired with a John Deere hydrostatic <laughs> transmission and dual chain, dual drive chains. Uh, features include a quadrajet car- carburetor, an electric water pump, an aluminum radiator, an electric fans, uh, an HEI distributor, uh, an electric choke, uh, stainless steel uh, exhaust headers uh, with cherry bomb side pipes, uh, and a compressed air parking brake, rack and pinion steering, and a backup alarm. LED lights, cup holders, and a horn. I need to watch the video of this, and they do have one that they do is on their yes, link uh-huh. from YouTube, um, because this might be fun just to bid on for the hell of it. It's 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 really one of a kind. That's all I can say. Yeah, <laughs> and and it, and it does look like a death trap for anybody who's wondering. It might be kind of fun. I wonder if you could get away with driving that thing on the CV link. I don't know. It doesn't look street legal. <laughs> but it's got a trailer hitch. <laughs> it does, and, and it, and, but it does not have – there, there are there's not even uh, seat belts. So, I mean, good luck on that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was my that was just a fun pick. Then I, uh, I picked a 1957 uh, Cadillac Eldorado Braum. These are, you know, rare, very, very expensive – uh, this 57 uh, Brahm is one of uh, just 400 produced for the model year and was purchased by the seller in Washington in 2013. Subsequent refurbishment work included a repaint in black over uh, uh, an overhaul green leather interior, which is quite something. Yeah, it and is. a rebuilt 365 cubic inch V8 paired with a four-speed automatic. It's got those um, cool tail fins. It and, does. It and, has very good. The they're, not, they're not overly exaggerated. No. Uh, but but you know these you know it's it's a it's a suicide door uh, four door hardtop, uh, so it, it has a you know quite the style to it is you know uh, I, I like this too because it comes on the on the dashboard uh, passenger side is the original owner's name and it was made for him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, nice. it was made. This car was made especially for Howard Benjamin, and it's a, it's affixed to the, uh, the 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 uh, dash right in front of the uh, uh, of the passenger. Um, someone's going to spend some money re- refurbishing this. I mean, it's only at forty four thousand eight hundred and forty four thousand eight hundred eighty eight dollars, but it needs some work on it. it. It's 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 more than halfway there, but it's going to need some more to to bring it up to sort of you know show quality. Yeah. But it's a it's a beautiful beautiful car, and uh, uh, I'll be interested to see what it goes for. Well, Todd, your next choice has some real interesting character to it as well. Yes, it does. And I picked it be- not because this is this is a fabulous car, but it's because it, it's I I just somehow like the look of it. Unique. Yeah, it is. This is a 1976 Rover, uh, 3500S five-speed, and that's 3500. It had a 3.5 liter V8 uh, paired with a five-speed manual transmission. It's left-hand drive. It was reportedly sold in uh, Paris, France, and was imported to the U.S. by the seller in September of 2020. It's finished in white over a black and tan interior. The car is powered by the I said it was. Uh, features 14-inch steel wheels, black vinyl roof. Trunk mounted spare. The trunk mounted spare is is very 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 strange. 
It's this gigantic tire sitting on top of the rear deck. I don't even know how you open the, 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 the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> and what and how heavy it would be because that's a full you know this is you know old old time this is a full size spare I would take that thing off in a heartbeat but you know I I love the look of this car I mean it has I just it has lovely styling to it um, the bucket seats are unique too I mean yeah, I almost it, feel like they were in my grandmother's living room <laughs> yeah unfortunately these were these cars generally were falling apart this was made by british leyland uh back in the day when everything was shoveled together into one british car company and you know things were not as good as they could have been uh as far as quality goes but i would love to see this car restored uh you know get, get sort of back to its original what it looked and you could probably get it to look better with a modern body shop and paint and paint on the car yep and your yeah. next one is down in Tucson, Arizona, and it is also a very unique beauty. Uh, yes, this is, this is somebody spent some money on this car. Uh, this is the 1964 Volvo 1800S, and I guess if anybody remembers the TV show The Saint, uh, this is what Simon Templer would have driven. Huh? I never saw that. Uh, it's uh, it's old 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 show. Um, it was done in the '60s, and that this is a 1964 uh, Volvo, and was acquired in Minnesota by the seller in 2018, and it was subsequently refurbished with a repaint in cavalry blue, a retrim of the interior in red, and replacement of the engine, floor pans, and several body parts. Power comes from a 1.8-liter inline-four mated to a four-speed manual transmission with overdrive, and additional features include a sport steering, I mean, sport springs, uh, a Motolita steering wheel, uh, bomber-style front bucket seats, and a 421 header paired with stainless steel exhaust. About the only now, thing that this thing is missing is the stars and stripes. Well, yes, I but the, uh, the original swoopy trim... Of the you know with, with the with the chrome that goes you know right along the middle of the car middle of, you know the side of the car yeah. and then up over to its fin in mm. back it's really it's it's very striking and it's very stylish and yeah. I love the color in this car and I love what they did with the wheels they're painted white with Volvo dog dish uh, centers yep. Uh, so, uh, you know, you just don't see that very often, you know, where they've done, you know, the, that kind of, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think it would ever have and come is that from... The, is that the gas tank cap on the back by the left fin on it is. the tail of it? That's interesting, it the placement of that. It's a little odd. Yeah. But, you know, it's Swedish. What do you expect? But it's, uh, <laughs> I think someone spent a lot of money on this. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's only like $20,350. Uh, it has two days left to go. Uh, I'll be very interested to see what it goes for. Uh, you're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen, and we'll be right back.
Todd Bianco's All Revved Up continues on iHub Radio. Participation encouraged, but not required. Call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. We're talking Bring a Trailer this hour. How are you, John? I'm good. Good. Uh, You know, I love these push notifications I get on my phone, and this is always fun. Driver leads CHP on Laverne area chase, and it's a white Chevy SUV. It looks like a Suburban with a trailer, with a little trailer on back. (laughs) It's being chased by the highway patrol. Yep. It's it's a very Southern California thing, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know it happens in other places, but you know, we get we get a lot of them, and you know, they push these notifications whenever they're out there. People, you know, because people watch car chases. Uh, it's it's you know, it's eyeballs on the screen for these kinds of things. So I just thought it was funny that you know during the break I get this push notification: quick, watch this. That's funny. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's go to my next pick, which is, uh, it's a 1976 Cadillac Seville. Mm, now, I, I bought, I, I, I like these, what do I like about these? I liked these because, I, you know, 76, I was 16 years old. And I thought these were really cool new Cadillacs because they were the new small Cadillacs. Personal luxury. You know, a Cadillac that could fit in a parking space. Uh, and I always thought that Seville was a cool name that they've, you know, they used long ago and they right. sort of tacked it on various cars since, um, this one, I'm not sure I love the color. It's a, it's, it's finished in Phoenician ivory over light ivory gold leather and is powered by a 350 cubic inch Oldsmobile V8. I'll be with honest a, with you. To me, this car does not look like a Cadillac. It looks like a much cheaper uh, Chevrolet, Chevrolet uh, Nova. Uh, well, I was going to say probably something on the order of, uh, I was just trying to think of the model that they had that, uh, the Caprice, I think it was that kind of looked uh, like that. I think it's big. I think it's smaller than the Caprice though. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's more, but it has Nova that really size, bland really. grill and, uh-huh. you know, it just, yeah. It, I mean, when, when you look at it today, it does not look as ornament you know, ornamental as it did at the time. I just thought this was a cool car. I mean, it had the egg crate grill, which was kind of like new and cool. And it had the, you know, squared headlights and all that kind of thing. Uh, you know, it's it in, equipment includes a vinyl roof, polished hubcaps, uh, narrow white wall tires, cruise control, automatic climate control, AM, FM radio, electronic fuel injection, and power windows and locks. The car was reportedly sold new in San Jose and is said to have been acquired by the seller in 2020 from its first owner. Uh, this Seville is now offered at no reserve with manufacturer's literature, service records, and a clean California title. It's an Irvine. Now, again, I don't like the color, but what I like about it is that it has been extremely well-preserved by whoever owned it. Yeah. I I actually looked at this car, too, before I saw that you had selected it and and thought about uh, it being a maybe, um, just because it looked like it was in really good shape, and and, uh, I thought it would be... An okay car. It just really didn't blow my socks off, though. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it blows my socks off either, but it, it looks like, like someone... It, it's like an tra- arm wrestling match for me between this one and the Lamborghini trailer or uh, tractor. <laughs> uh, the, you, know, this, you know, when I look at it now, it just looks kind of... 
you know, not very cool. I mean, it just, it has squared off lines, but I think you're right. It looks like a Chevy to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and back then this was the, you know, personal luxury, the new Seville. It was a big deal. They, you know, I spent a lot of money advertising this car. Um, I, I just, I just, it, 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 everything looks right on it. It looks like no one ever sat in the driver's seat, the car. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, yeah, you look at this thing and you know, there's, there's like no wear and tear, uh, the, you know, the dash, you know, there, there's not things falling off the dashboard. The, the, you know, the, the wood plastic trim hasn't peeled off. Uh, all of the switches and knobs look like they're correct and haven't lost their fake Chrome. I mean, this is some, you know, someone spent money. I mean, someone spent money taking care of this car and probably sat in a garage, um, for all of its life and didn't yeah. get driven that much. But it that, says, that interior uh, just makes me want to kind of puke. <laughs> well, the color is, I mean, it's, you know, uh, yeah. but it has 87,000 miles. It says total mileage un- unknown, but I can't believe that this has been turned over. My guess is, is that it's pretty close to being a, you know, original 87,000 miles on this car. Yeah. It, do- it doesn't look like it's been used very heavily. Basically, it's, Grandma and Grandpa used this thing to go to church and back, and that was it. it exactly. And, yeah. you know, it had a four doors so that the kids could sit in back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or they could throw crap in the back. But, uh, you know, that, that's about it. So I Put the groceries there or something. <laughs> groceries, exactly. So... <laughs> So that's the end of my picks. The, uh, the the car chase is still going on. I will uh, say to you, though, that I think that we should go find the owner of the Toyota Corolla, the first car that you picked today, the one that yes. did not go in the reserve, and find them. Because I would like to take a ride in that. It, okay, yeah, it, it looks like a lot of fun. When I, yeah. when I look at some of these things, it says, you know, the cabin features Bride Zeta 2 rating seats with a Team Tech harness for the driver uh, while a stock uh, two-tone gray fabric uh, bucket seat is retained for the passenger. So you've got different seats up front. Uh, the, the, the you know, rear half of the cabin has been stripped yeah. and a four-point, uh, you know, auto power roll bar has been added. Additional modifications include after market cd radio and you know sort of this cool white shift knob uh you know and if i have a, to pick one app- one uh you know make of car that has been consistent over all the years of creating decent designs i would say that toyota is right up there I think Toyota has done it too. And I think Honda in its heyday did yeah. it as well. I mean this thing even has it has a it, you know it doesn't even have uh a, a Toyota engine. It has a, you know, according to this, you know, it, it has its own, it has an aftermarket steering, steering wheel. It has replacement dashboard, uh, digital instrument cluster, uh, no odometer is fitted. Uh, and it has a 2.4 liter Honda inline four VTEC, uh, variable valve timing, which is probably way better than the original engine, uh, modified with uh, TWM individual throttle bodies, uh, for each cylinder, uh, you know, coil rad, uh, aluminum radiator, tubular JSP exhaust manifold, three inch exhaust piping. Someone loved this car and spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. Or, or Honda lost it for me was when they came out with the element. Yeah. Sort of a toaster. Yeah. It, it looks to me like that other weird cube car that came out from, 
Oh, Nissan, the Kia. Uh, no, not well. Them too. They, but they. There was that first one that really looked awful that came out from the cheap car company. What was that? Uh, Kia. Uh, yeah, Kia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they had some crappy original designs. They well, sure did. Thanks for uh, doing it again. Well, I've enjoyed it, John. I enjoy, always enjoy your company, and your picks are always fun to, to go over. Uh, this is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. We're doing Bring a Trailer this hour. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next week.